Sister Annie thinks I'm a science project. But you know something? I guess I'm not so average anymore. Hey everyone, welcome once again to the secret world of Callan Jack in which Callan Jack watch Alex Mac. I'm Jack and joining me as always, it's my little Mac buddy. It's Callan. Hey Jack. Hey <laughs> <laughs> Cal. So a bit of a different start this week. Um, I thought we'd jump in with a little intro before we watch the episode because uh, uh, this in the parlance of, uh, of uh, sitcoms and, and TV shows of yesteryear, this is a very special episode. <laughs> I hope so. For those, uh, if, if you're listening last week, you might have heard us mention this episode. Um, but for those who didn't, uh, the end of last episode, uh, we, we were feeling a bit down on uh, on how drab and boring Alex Mack had been for the last couple of episodes. So I gave us a little preview of the episode uh, coming up, uh, episode 10 of season two of The Secret World of Alex Mack, uh, halfway through the season. Um, and uh, the episode description from Wikipedia uh, reads thusly, it's Christmas and Alex and her dad are learning that all the glitz and glamour don't, don't make the holiday. Meanwhile, Dave tries to give Vince a chimpanzee for a gift, but chaos ensues when the ape ingests a vial of GC-161. Talk about burying the lead. (laughs) (laughs) So we just wanted to come on before we'd watch the episode um, and just kind of set the scene a little bit uh, because I reckon this is going to be a big one, Cal. How are you feeling, Jack? You excited? Uh, I'm, I'm real. I'm real thrilled. I'm. I'm. I'm trying to temper my expectations because I'm very excited. I think it yeah. might be the best piece <laughs> of television yeah. that I've ever watched. So I'm trying to lower my expectations. I've been. So I've kind of been thinking about this during the week, and um, <laughs> two 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 things have kind of coalesced. We talked a few weeks ago. I can't remember. I actually left it in the podcast, but we we're talking about. Uh, the new Tony Hawk Pro Skater game, mm-hmm. and um, there's uh, ever if, for those who remember back in the day, there's that song um, Superman by Goldfinger, right? Mm-hmm. Um, got, so I've been playing that game recently, listening to that song. Listening to that song reminded me of uh, Goldfinger's cover of that song Ninety Nine Red Balloons, and specifically all this week thinking about Alex Mack and thinking about that song. All I've been thinking about is the line that goes, this is it, boys. This is what we've waited for. <laughs> that was a very long walk to, to that line. But, uh, you know, I think it was worth it. <laughs> Just stick the landing, I think. <laughs> this is what I've been waiting for. This is what we've been waiting for, especially since um, since we've had a, at least two, two episodes now where, where uh, naught has happened. Yeah. In the world of Alex Mack. Yeah, but just when you think you're out, they drag you back in. <laughs> um, so we're going to go off and get dragged uh, back in right now. Um, we're going to go and watch the episode and we'll be back in a few moments having watched it and we'll give you the full rundown. And we're back. Cal, what did you think? It was a Christmas <laughs> miracle. <laughs> it was a Christmas miracle. <laughs> Uh, yeah, look, uh, I mean, there, there was a lot to like in this episode. On paper, yeah. On, on paper, this episode rocked. Um, uh, I think, no, look, I think overall, I think overall it was a really good episode. I think we might have hyped ourselves up a little uh, bit I think, too much. I think so. I think if we'd gone in blind and then suddenly yeah. there was a monkey, we, yeah. we would have been losing yeah. our <laughs> minds, Jack. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. This episode played out a lot differently in my head to how it did on the screen. <laughs> sure did. 
It's almost like so. There, there was it was very. It was kind of a, a, a he- not heavy episode. It was a very Christmas specially. Like yeah. it was about learning the real meaning of Christmas. It was quite twee, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And there was a lot. All the characters kind of had something going on. Do um was this the last episode of a season? It felt like a the no no halfway through. Yeah, right. I guess often the shows will go on a little break at Christmas time. Yeah, possibly. Possibly um, this was a little book, a bookend for the for the first half of the season. Yeah. It um I don't know. Maybe should we go through the the plot? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so the episode opens up with Alex uh, complaining to her friends um, at school that she doesn't have any money for Christmas presents, and it's the day before Christmas Eve, and she's oh, she's messed it up. She tried to save, but December just rolled around too quickly. So she asks Ray if he can get her a job uh, where he's working at the Christmas tree farm just for the just for one day, so she can make a bit of money to buy her, her family some presents. Um, so Ray Ray manages to to wrangle that. Uh, at the same time, uh, the Mac family, George Mac in particular, he wants to put on the best Christmas light show ever to really show up his uh, his brother-in-law Bernard, uh, who's um, who's always made fun of him because um, George Mac is poor and a big nerd. <laughs> and he calls him Mr. Wizard or something. <laughs> Either Mr. Wizard or Super Nerd. Yeah, both of which just you know um, top tier. Name yeah, calling top tier insults for adults, mm-hmm. uh, and so George spends the whole episode trying to get his Christmas lights all in order. Um, but he he goes so extravagant that it never works, and it keeps shorting out the power in the whole house. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Barbara Mac is just desperately trying to get her Christmas, you know, Christmas dinner all organized, and just you know the the regular all the other logistics of Christmas that need to be done. And uh, and Annie, what's Annie Mac up to? Annie Mac is uh, is sort of just trying to teach Alex. Well, Annie Mac turns up to Alex's first day at the Christmas tree job and just kind of gives her a hard time. Yeah, she's just a general grouch. Yeah, but that's kind of her whole deal, isn't it? That's it's <laughs> a whole deal. Uh, but meanwhile. Uh, Vince and Daniel Atron are, are pushing ahead with the testing of uh, the GC161 chemical um, and everything seems to be progressing reasonably smoothly until Dave turns up with a huge Christmas present uh, in a big box on a trolley for Vince, um, which turns out that Dave's Dave's bought him a chimpanzee as a pet, um, as a gift. Do you think you can just do that in America? You buy can just buy a, a chimp. chimp. Yeah, I, I think there was like a period when there was, you know, a lot of um, underground exotic mm. animal trading yeah. <laughs> and the 90s was probably the peak of that period. So I don't know yeah. if you could legally yeah. just go and buy a chimp, but I think, you know, if you wanted a chimp, you could get a chimp. You could get a chimp for sure. Um, so uh, so the chimp, uh, Dave buys the chimp for Vince. He's all excited, but the chimp escapes, breaks into the uh, GC161 testing room and just drinks a whole lot of this stuff. Um, and, and is, and he gets, the chimp gets the powers that Alex Mack already has. Um, uh, so the chimp escapes with Vince and the security team from the power plant on its trail. Uh, and they, they chase it down to, uh, the Christmas tree farm where Ray and Alex and Annie are, and they, they see the chimp and they see it using the powers and they, uh, Alex is sort of given the choice. She either needs to run away, um, so that Vince doesn't see her, um, uh, because you know, generally Alex has to stay away from Vince, or she can help the chimp escape uh, with Ray's help, and she chooses to help the chimp escape. Uh, so she picks it up and, and carries it away and runs away from the security guards and, and lets it free. And the chimp uh, 
she turns into a puddle and and puddles off uh into into well who knows where really but uh, he gets away uh and then so alex alex is sort of feeling really down on herself she hasn't sold a christmas tree all day she's got no money for presents she can't do anything for her family she feels like she's really let everyone down um so she gets home uh and and when her family is asleep she she sits up in the lounge room and uses her powers to fix any special christmas dress and clean up the whole house and get uses her zappy powers to get george max lighting all all sort all sorted out and connected uh, and then her parents come down in the morning and, and they have a lovely moment together where, where, you know, Alex says, but I didn't buy you any presents. And the parents say, no, you've done so much for us every day. We love you and we don't need presents. And then they both give them like a three-way kiss with Annie yeah, on top, George on the left <laughs> and the mum on the right. And then, uh, and then Bryce gets in there and it's a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. And Bryce, <laughs> Bryce mansplains kissing to them. <laughs> Bryce is a jerk. I don't like Bryce. Bryce is such a douche. He's got a sick car, though. He does. Where does a 16-year-old librarian, <laughs> I guess he's got rich parents or something. Yeah, he must do, but he sucks. Bryce. Ugh. Gross. Gross. Um, and then uh, Alex and Annie and Ray are sitting outside the house when uh, when Uncle Bernard turns up. Um uh, for Christmas dinner, and he uh, he apologizes to George Mac for being such a douchebag, and then uh, Annie asks Alex what she wants for Christmas, and Alex uh, zaps up into the the, the starry sky, <laughs> and what does a zap make, Callum? It's a symbol for world peace. <laughs> oh, and that was season two, episode ten. No, that's the not the gift. end, Jack. That's not the end. Oh, is that not the end? Oh, yeah, that's not the end. What they happens go, in the I end, Cal? And he goes, like, what do you think happened to that monkey? And Alex says, you know, I hope she's safe somewhere and has friends that protect me like you do. And then it fades away and Dave has found the monkey and now Dave and the monkey are like best friends and watching yeah. TV together. Yeah. And he says, don't worry, I'm not going to give you to Vince because he doesn't know how to nurture. <laughs> <laughs> Which is maybe the best line in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> So, look, it was a little bit light on Chimp for me. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think it was a pretty loose and not very well-constructed episode Mm. that, you know, had a lot of great ideas but kind of fumbled on the execution. I thought, I mean, I thought I kind of having a lot of ideas I thought was good. I mean, as a a Christmas episode, I thought there was a lot, there was enough going on, enough sort of... um, conflict sort of internally and externally for it to work as a Christmas episode. And I quite, I kind of liked how, you know, it was all kind of, it, it seemed to be filmed a bit differently or directed differently or something. Like yeah. it was a lot of, seemed like a lot of soft focus. Yeah. There was, de- there was more depth of field in this episode than yeah. any other episode. And I, and the, and the chimp story, like the chimp almost needed its own non-Christmas episode. I think so. I think that was the issue is that they tried to do the Christmas schmaltzy episode where, um, you know, they learn that Christmas isn't about presents. It's actually mm. about, I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah. Christmas. And then they needed the chimp episode. Well, really, they needed the, the chimp arc of episodes. Yeah. With the yeah, origin they, of the chimp. They need the chimp series. Yeah. They need, it needed to be a little bit more chimp heavy and, yeah. and just do more, do more the with chimp the chimp. Needed, chimp needed to cause more chaos because he kind of just escaped and had powers. He didn't like, you know, knock over any barrels or anything. He just climbed out a window and no way he went. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe they could have like tried to subdue him with some sort of other 
chemical that they'd been developing mm-hmm. and then it would have mm-hmm. like another bad reaction and then the ship gets giant yeah <laughs> and yep. the ship yep. is just like pounding through the high school and just like smooshing yeah, kids and eating them like um <laughs> peeling them like bananas and eating them yeah and then he then he picks up alex and climbs up a tall tower and is like swatting away planes and stuff yeah and then he turns into a big puddle but that puddle is the size of the world and everybody yeah. drowns and then <laughs> kevin costner is there and and then and then he has a boat and there's a kid on the boat yeah and then the, yep. and then the currency becomes dirt for some reason yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and then he goes and and buys a buys a plant from a from a salesperson on like a flotilla and then he's like I'll take those too and the lady's like you what what you already bought everything and he buys the shelves to help build his boat and then they like look and they see that he's got gills and and they're like oh do those hurt and then they put their hands in his gills. And then he says, I only hurt when people put hands in my gills. <laughs> Does that happen? <laughs> no, actually, um, now that I'm remembering it, that happened in an episode of Sequest. <laughs> Do you remember that show, Sequest? I thought we, I thought we were talking about Sequest. We <laughs> were talking about Waterworld, I thought. Oh, right. <laughs> Well, those are all really good facts about Waterworld, but um, do we need to talk about some facts about Alex Mack? Don't you want a Mack fact? Don't you want a fact? What do you got, Jack? Um, So, taking a little break from uh, the Alex Mack 20-year reunion on YouTube source of Mac Facts, um, this Mac Fact uh, is an update on a previous Mac Fact. You might remember, Callan, very early in the season, uh, we had a letter from uh, alert listener and friend of the show, Ian Reshk. Oh, yeah. Has he he tracked down the the child who was in the show? (laughs) No, he hasn't. Um, He hasn't tracked down the kid. Um, But he he did send this, uh, he sent an email back to me um, uh, a few weeks weeks ago now so and i'm apologies for only bringing it up now but i had a lot of really interesting facts about um ray's life after the show to get through um but we're coming back to you now it is just a, an update on the uh on the sweepstakes uh so i'll just read his email out uh Ian says, hi, Jack, this email totally made my day. Thanks so much for replying. I will listen out for the shout out on the next episode. So, Ian, hope you're still listening. Uh, I'm still in the process of finding out who won the sweepstakes. Surprisingly enough, I was actually able to get in touch with the show's creator, Thomas Lynch. Oh, my God. (laughs) He said, if we have any questions for him regarding the Alex Mack universe, just to just ask him. Just let me know anything anytime and I will gladly email him. Uh, Smiley face. He sadly didn't know anything about sweepstakes. The search continues. Take care, Ian. So we've got a direct line to the creator of the show. <laughs> yeah, we do, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What would you ask if we, um, could, we, we could ask Tom Lynch anything? I, I, I almost don't want to ask anything in case he listens to the show and then hears us ragging on him. I didn't. I mean, I don't think we've said anything <laughs> derogatory <laughs> about, about the show or Ray or you know him being a plank <laughs> or the episodes being poorly written and constructed. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've only had kind <laughs> words to say about Alex, mate. Well, look, maybe we can we can uh, open that up that one up to the listeners. Uh, if you guys have anything uh, anything that you want clarified about the Alex Mack universe, if we haven't gone into enough detail about anything, um, let us know, and we'll, we'll get in touch with uh, with Mr. Thomas Lynch, creator of Alex Mack. Do you think it is actually? Uh, do you think we will actually get to Thomas Lynch, or do you think that um, <laughs> it's just someone pretending to be Thomas Lynch? <laughs> 
<laughs> what what a strange um, grift to pull, though, to pretend yeah. to be like, oh, I'm Thomas Lynch. Who? I, uh, I had a, quite a popular television show in the 90s called Alex Mack. Have you seen it? No. <laughs> well, you know, I did that. And then he, then he runs off and he's like, catch me if you can. <laughs> hey, I also have a secondary Mac fact. Yeah. Um, which is... Well, I had a look on the, uh, I'm back to the IMDb uh, trivia page. Um, and this is one of those ones, I think I spoke on our other podcast once about the IMDb trivia. Yeah, yeah. That sometimes there's IMDb tri- trivia that isn't trivia. It's just kind of, inf- it's barely even information. Um, so I've got a bit of um, a trivia about this. I found trivia about this episode. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to call it a full Mac fact. This is kind of a half Mac fact. Uh <laughs> Actors John Nielsen, Larissa Olenek, and John Marzelli, Dave, Alex, and Vince, had all spent time offset playing with Oscar, who was indeed a real chimp trained for television. <laughs> this made it easier for them to carry the monkey, interact with it, and act in scenes with it. Mm. So is the Mac fact that they used a real chimp? Is that the trivia? I think the Mac fact is that they played with the chimp off air. They, they didn't just get thrown it as, as, they, as they called action. Yeah. I mean... You'd, you'd play with the chimp. You'd kind of oh, have to, sure. right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'd play with the chimp all day, baby. <laughs> <laughs> would you get a pet chimp if you had, if that was like an okay thing to do? I would I would definitely get a pet chimp because they're like little people. Yeah. Little like fun, hairy people. Yeah. What is it? They're like um, helpy animals for... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Help a monkey. Like Ross from Friends. Yeah. Is it like if you have like... Um, <laughs> like depression. <laughs> Is that when you get a help a monkey? Imagine, imagine if that's how the government decided to solve the like nationwide mental health crisis that stemmed from COVID. Everyone yeah. gets a monkey. I mean, I think it would work in the short term. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be kind of like the cane toad scenario, right? You've got a bunch yeah, of, yeah, yeah. You, you've released a bunch of monkeys into the wild <laughs> and then you've got to figure out what to release into the wild to counteract the monkeys. Alligators? So, well, so they're releasing the monkeys so that the people feel less depressed, but then the monkeys obviously are going to get more depressed. So what do you give the monkeys so that they're not depressed? Oh, no, this is my support alligator. <laughs> I mean... Um, Puppies? Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose if you had an alligator, they'd be the monkeys would be too stressed to be depressed. So <laughs> That's quite a good T-shirt slogan. Yeah, I was just thinking that. <laughs> Too stressed to be depressed with a happy alligator on it. <laughs> Wearing sunglasses? Yeah, obviously, and a backwards baseball cap. Yeah, I'd, I'd get a monkey, I suppose. Mm, for sure. Did you have pets when you were uh, younger? You've got a cat now, don't you? Yeah, I've got a cat now named Penny yeah. Wong. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, she's she's good. Yeah. She's good at standing up to the patriarchy. Yeah. The patriarchy. Yeah, come on. <laughs> The patriarchy? Uh, she's just a stupid cat. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, she's getting good at opening doors, though. That's a bit scary. Oh, yeah. 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 Does she's does she like send yellow electricity zaps out of her fingers? Yeah, I I can only assume. I'm generally on the other side of the door. Like I'm generally like in the bathroom and she's just like trying to open the door. It's like a horror movie where you see the handle start to turn. <laughs> You can turn the handle enough for me to have to get up and open the door and go, what? Yeah. what <laughs> and then Bertie look at me like, hello, and then just walk away. <laughs> just checking on you. <laughs> what are you doing? 
What's for dinner? It's the same thing that's for dinner every night. Cat food. Literally the same thing you've eaten every day of your life since you were born. Cat. Yeah. No, she's a silly, silly cat. There's a um, house around the corner from us um, that uh, we call the cat house because it's like just chock full of cats. Yeah. At any time, there's like seven or eight cats. And a little while ago, they had a litter of kittens. So now it's like cats oh, and no. kittens hanging out. Um, but then we were walking past last night and there was a box full of like, they must have been like maybe two days old. So there's another litter of kittens. And the owner came out and we were just chatting to her about the tiny kittens. And I'm like, wow, this person, like it's either a crazy person with a house full of cats or it's like, or it's a normal person with a house full of cats. The woman came out and started chatting to her. And um, she seemed relatively normal, but she also seemed to like not know anything about cats. Yeah, right. The, she was like, that's probably she why like, she's ended up with so many cats. She didn't yeah. get her cats like cats. Spayed. She didn't get a cat license. Well, like if you get two cats and neither of them are spayed, mm. then you know, yeah. give it a little while and you're gonna have more cats. They're like gremlins. So yeah, she's got all these cats, and she's like, yeah, they and the. The, the mum cat like disappears all day and just leaves them alone. But then she comes back at night. I guess that's fine. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I guess it's fine too, lady. So is she just going to have all these cats now? She's like not trying to get rid of them. No, I don't think so. Cause she's got, there's like half a dozen at least adult cats hanging around. Oh my God. And they all, I mean, they all seem to live outside. I don't know if they, if she has like a million more cats inside. I don't know what, what the deal is. Did you have that thing when you were a kid where you thought that um, cats and dogs were the same species, but the cat was the woman and the dog was the man? Hmm. What do you mean when I was a kid? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, we make a lot of jokes on this show, but it's nice to, you know, talk some science for once. (laughs) I know, exactly right. I got a game. I'm going to say some animals and you say whether they're boys or girls. Oh, okay. Yeah. Alligator. Boy. Chimp. Oh, boy. Uh, hermit crab. Oh, hmm. I'll say girl. Hmm. Crow? Hmm. Girl. Witchetty grub. Boy. Uh, <laughs> cat. <laughs> girl. Cats are girls for sure. Good. Good balance, Callum. <laughs> yeah. Let's play, like, put gender on things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, street sign. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, they're always telling you what to do. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> no, don't answer that. <laughs> I mean, because you you never hear about crazy cat men. No. So it's always crazy cat ladies. Yeah. But I guess like if there was a man with heaps of cats, they'd just be like, oh, that's just like the big, strong cat man. <laughs> what a legend. Look at him with all his cats. I guess Joe Exotic was a crazy yeah, cat yep, man. yep. And, and like any man, he really took it to the nth degree. Mm-hmm. Hey, Kel, you know who doesn't have a cat? She doesn't have a cat. Her mom's name isn't Pat. But she always will, almost always wears a hat. Alex Pat wears a hat. How about that? Oh, yeah, she doesn't have a cat. Maybe she does have a cat and they, we just never see it because it's out doing well, its own well, thing. Like it wouldn't be in the song. Mm, I don't know if that was like a legit song. Do you reckon that Tommy Lynch wrote that? oversaw the <laughs> lyrics of that song? Well, I mean... Like I, she explicitly does have a hat. <laughs> I mean, I it's too... I don't know. It's too like vague of a... There's no reason why Alex Mack's family wouldn't have a cat. Yeah. Like they could just throw in a cat one episode 
because cat cats cats are really like yes if, if there's a dog right a dog is kind of like an important member like it's like family having a dog it seems like the way dogs are they're more of a member of the family mm-hmm. whereas cats you might experience this with penny wong they're kind of just like exist on the periphery and aren't that interested in being being mates yeah. with everyone and being involved in the episodes of your life they're completely disinterested in mm. you unless you're in another room yeah. with the door closed yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this episode, a few Christmas hats this episode. Yeah. Uh, Rob, Robin wears a Christmas hat and Alex wears a Christmas hat. Um, Alex's boss at the Christmas tree farm wears a Christmas hat. Uh, uh, George Mack wears a weird like green fishing hat while he's putting the lights up inside for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why he's wearing that. Um, Alex wears a, Alex wears a, just a standard green backwards cap uh, but did you notice, Callan, the cap has uh, the letter M on it, possibly for Mac. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Dave has a has a Christmas hat cap hybrid um, with a lovely Christmas slogan on it. It says, I believe in Santa Claus. And I truly believe Dave believes in Santa Claus. I think so too. Yeah. I think he's had that hat since he was six. Yeah. yeah. Actually, the monkey wears a hat. The monkey wears a hat. <laughs> its name isn't Pat. Um. Does he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. There's that that scene where the monkey inexplicably changes into a like an elf costume, which I'm assuming was like a cut scene where they're like, you know, put him in a disguise or something. Because in one second he's just a naked monkey, as nature intended. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) Adam and Adam and Eve, not Adam and clothed monkey. (laughs) Exactly right. (laughs) You know, like. I think you know this about me is that I'm a staunch nudist mm. and, and mm. I, don't, I just don't believe in clothes. Yep. If baby Jesus wanted me to wear clothes, <laughs> then he would have had me born in them. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. I've always thought that about you specifically. <laughs> and you think he probably would want to cover this body up, but yeah, nope. no. <laughs> <laughs> Shake what my mummy gave me. Oh, don't say mummy. <laughs> Isn't that how that saying goes? That, that makes you talking about being ordained as a nudist by God a bit weird. <laughs> if I say, baby Jesus doesn't want me to wear clothes, yeah. so I'm going to shake what, what my mummy gave, gave me. me. That makes me sound weird. weird. Okay, Jack. All right. All right, Mr. Prude. Know, pull the other one. <laughs> <You know. laughs> this is why I don't wear pants. Yeah. <laughs> If you don't wear clothes, how how do you differentiate between the man and the legend? <laughs> well, you don't. That's the thing. You, yeah. you see that they're actually the same. Yeah, right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we came in real hot on this episode. and um, I can sense we're sort of petering out here. But look, overall, I did really like this episode. I did think this was a good Christmas episode as far as Christmas episodes go. I liked thinking about the episode in the week leading up yeah. to the episode. Yeah. Um, and I liked that, like, my mind canon version mm. of mm. of what this episode was going to yeah. be. Yeah. Which, for some reason... um. Uh, I had the distinct image of the monkey like blowing bubbles. Um, no, no, okay. no, 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 that's not what I mean. <laughs> like blowing bubbles on a little, a little bubble um, machine, bubble machine, yeah. or like one of those little. What do you call them? They're like a little, like a bubble, bubble a stick wand. with a bubble one. Yeah. yeah, and but like I don't know, like he was doing something magic with mm. the bubbles because mm. they were made out of water or, or something. Yeah, okay. 
I just thought that was going to happen. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to, you know. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the monkey did a backflip. I wasn't expecting that. That was pretty cool. That was good. Maybe they should just get Ray and Alex to do backflips more often. Yeah, Ray could do a backflip for sure on his rollerblades. Yeah, that's true. Where was Lewis in this episode? He could do a backflip. Lewis was playing the monkey. Oh right, yeah, yeah. And introducing Lewis, Lewis as, as the, the monkey. monkey. <laughs> Um, that's going to do it for us for this episode of The Secret World of Cal and Jack, in which Cal and Jack watch Alex, Matt, Callan. Have you had a good time? Um, sure. Yeah. yeah I'm kind of, I kind of don't know anymore. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's good um, that I, like, I experience feelings, but I no longer identify <laughs> with them. <laughs> do you ever get that sense mm. of when you're watching an episode yeah. like this that, um, that you're just watching yourself yeah. watch an episode? <laughs> like, you're just like sitting in the back of the room watching someone else watch an episode of Alex Mack. Yeah, that's a real- Sometimes you just like leave the room and go for a walk. <laughs> Look, Al, I think, Do you get that? I think so. I think we'd be surprised at how universal a feeling that is. The feeling of like, watching yourself watch Alex Mack 25 years after it was on the air as a mid-30s man. Yeah. I, th- I, think, I think we all know what you're talking about. I'm sure that there's like a German word that... that- <laughs> That this is exactly that feeling. That- Alex Alex Schmackenfraud. <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling a little bit Alex Schmackenfraud yeah. this week. Join us, join us next week for more Alex Schmackenfraud when we watch episode 11 of season two of The Secret World of Alex Mack on the next episode of The Secret World of Cal and Jack in which Cal and Jack watch Alex Mack. Until then, I've been Jack. I've been Cal. And my best friend really thinks it's cool. My sister Annie is really grumpy all the time. I think and she her might. her boyfriend you know, is such a douchebag. Yeah, what's going on, Bryce? Like, uh, just because you work at the library doesn't mean you know everything. Oh, God. We'll speak to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.